everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Through Ego Through podcast. How are we? Oh my god, what a week, guys! What a week in a good way, of course. Um, so I have no plan today. I'm just kind of winging it. I usually say I'll come on and talk about a topic that has come up for me, but that could be anything, and. I kind of said to myself today, I don't know, I'll just go on with the, go on and come, like, go with the flow and see what things happen. And that actually petrified me. And it kind of came up in my mentorship then with Liz. So for anyone that doesn't know, I'm doing a mentorship program with Liz McCormick, who I had on my second episode the other, um, the other day, do you hear me? Um, it actually feels like the other day. Um, they're back in April. And basically what it is, is it's well in my words it's the energetic and spiritual version of therapy let's say I felt like I'd been hitting kind of a brick wall with normal talk therapy and I'm only getting so far like there's only so much journaling and writing stuff down and um meditations that you can do like I felt like I was I was ready to take it that next step further and really get into my nervous system like and heal the traumas energetically and spiritually of course I did want to um develop a deeper connection with spirit as well so I will be coming on my story shortly um actually by the time this is out I'll probably already have done it but I will save a highlight on it on my Instagram um but that's pretty much basically it I am doing a 12-week program with her um but it came up in my first mentorship program and I was telling her all these things that like I didn't have a focus for the the podcast this week and I I've kind of been guided towards novels lately. Um I don't really want to be reading self-help books anymore. And it actually comes out that unconsciously my intuition has been telling me to go with the flow more. So the inner wisdom has already been inside inside me and that's kind of why I've steered towards novels and not towards self-help books because I don't need the books anymore to help me with my podcasts I have the inner wisdom and inner knowing inside to come on and be able to share the information that I already have and that's why then I had the block with the podcast because I was like what topic would I do like I don't know what topic to talk about and that's why I'm here now and I'm just trying to go with the flow so it's mad how unconsciously we can do things that spirit is actually guiding us towards to do so what I've learned is that this was actually guiding me towards dipping into more of my feminine energy and going more with the flow of things. So for anyone that doesn't know, we, we all have two distinct energies in ourselves. So we have a masculine and feminine energy. And the feminine is more, let's say, creative, going with the flow. Um, let's say they're nurturing, they're gentle, things like that. Whereas the masculine is more like, let's say, plan, plan, plan. They're very logic, direct. They live moment by moment. Um, whereas, like I said, feminine energy is more go with the flow. Um, things like that. Now, both of these energies do exist within us, whether we are male or female. But one is obviously that bit more predominant than the other. And the reason that could be is maybe there could be and in a childhood wound in there, coming from a mother or father or primary caregiver and things like that. Um, and this can actually show up in our relationships as well. So let's say if we have a wounded masculine, 
we could predominantly attract someone to us that is highly in their feminine um, because that's obviously what we want the balance of and vice versa. But another way this can kind of come up in our relationships is that when we meet someone, we can, let's say, put on a fake energy. So obviously what we want the other person to see in us. So let's say if I was in my masculine, so let's say if I'm predominantly masculine, which I obviously know I was, and um, I am working on that now, I could potentially attract someone who is dominant in their feminine side. And for me then, like to show off that I'm this girly girl or whatever, I could put on and consciously try and dip into my feminine energy that bit more. And we all know when we force things that aren't realistic, they're not sustainable. So after a while, that could kind of come crumbling down a little bit. And what that will do then is when I come back into my masculine energy, my partner or my boyfriend, or if I'm only dating them at the time, can get triggered by that because I'm becoming more masculine. And we all know males want to lead. They want to be the masculine ones in the relationship. Like, And that goes back centuries ago. But that could trigger him and that could lead us to having little arguments. Um, like it could potentially lead to a breakup nearly as well. So, yeah, that's what I'm kind of working on now at the moment is just not having a plan. Going with the flow um, seeing what I'm guided towards, not so much saying, no, I need to do this. I need to do that. And things like that. Um. Also, speaking about attraction then, so when I was saying attracting people into our lives, it doesn't just predominantly mean that, oh, because you're in your masculine, you're going to attract like the perfect feminine energy type person. Obviously, attraction coming from the law of attraction stems from our um, vibration. And I've learned so much about vibrations over the last while. Like the amount of people that have I wouldn't say left my life. I'd say like have just faded into the background and um, things I'm not interested anymore Um, things I'm not like guided towards anymore. So, for example, with therapy, obviously me being so talk therapy, me being guided towards energetic and spiritual therapy now, that just shows how much my vibration, how I've consciously um tried to increase my vibration and the same with meditations lately as well I haven't anytime I I feel like anytime I do a guided meditation it's just not doing anything for me I can't get into that meditative state at all and when I was talking to Liz then she was like do you ever do non-guided meditations and just listen to music and get into a meditative state by yourself and I was like no I was like the chatter in my head goes absolutely 90 and I was like, but I do feel like guided meditations aren't for me anymore. She basically just said that that was because my vibration has increased and I don't need the guided meditations anymore. That, like I said, the inner wisdom was already within inside of me. Now, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'm this amazing person with this inner wisdom. We all have it. It just means you have to do the work on it. So yeah, that does mean going to talk therapy. That does mean like doing the work and stuff like that. But just because one person is there already doesn't mean that it's not available to everyone. It absolutely is. Um. So getting back to attraction then. So by law of attraction, like attracts like. So 
if you desire something, if you want something come into your life, whether it be a job opportunity, um, the relationship, the travel, the like, whatever it is you desire, the money, you need to be at a vibration of you already having that. So you need to feel like you already have it rather than, oh, I need to get that. Oh, I want that because that's coming from a place of lack. And if you don't have it, um, and there's many different ways that we can get to that. So it's obviously you can sit in meditation and you can visualize you having that and seeing what that feels like for you. Or you can just see how you feel on that day. So you know yourself, your good feelings will increase your vibration automatically. And they will attract what it is you desire to you, obviously in divine timing. And when you put the action behind it as well. But let's say if you feel bored, you feel down, disappointed, sad, that's just, that's an indicator that you're not in alignment with wanting your potential desire. Now, you don't have to be thinking about your desire. It just, it's going to inhibit and prevent you from getting your desire that bit quicker. So if anything, use your feelings and your emotions to kind of help you, right, am I in alignment? How am I feeling right now? Or how am I feeling today? And if it's a thing that you feel like energetic, happy, you feel like you're in alignment, you're in a flow state, happy days. Now, that doesn't mean that your um, desire is going to come tomorrow. You need to trust that the universe has a plan for us and it will come to us when the time is right. And let's say as well, you do have to put action behind it. So for me, I'm obviously planning on going to Canada um, in April. And I've been putting off booking my flights because, to be honest, I do have some limiting beliefs there about money that I am working through at the moment. And I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I have no savings. And like the, the last week, there's I'm scraping pennies together. And I learned the other day and I was talking to um Jasmine that I got a tarot card reading off. She was like, book the flights pay the visa, do that and let spirit do everything else. That's the action behind reaching my desire and my manifestation of traveling and living in abundance. If it's in alignment with what you want and your intuition tells you that, yes, this is the right path for you, then go with it. Put the desire out there that you want to bring in this like successful business or the money or the happy travel and freedom and stuff like that and spirit will automatically bring everything else into your life once you are in alignment and how you can tell you're in alignment is based on your emotions and how you're feeling on the other hand then obviously if you are feeling sad and down and you feel like like let's say you wake up first thing in the morning and you look at your skin in the mirror or something like that and you're like oh my god the state of me um i've pimples everywhere i have breakouts this that and the other automatically you're putting a lack or let's say a negative emotion into your body but you're also telling the universe that it's just going to create more of that so so like I said at the start when like attracts like if you're saying I have shit skin or I don't have clear skin the universe doesn't hear that don't it's just going to keep attracting back the shit skin. I have shit skin. He's just going to keep attracting that back to you 
And that's why our language is so important and watching the words we say to ourselves because if we're talking negatively to ourselves, we're just going to attract more negative things to us. And that's just not about ourselves. That's about situations with money. So if you're saying, I like I'm broke or I don't have money, the universe doesn't hear that, don't. So it's just going to keep tracking instances where you won't have money anymore. And the same way, like if you feel like you don't have like, if you don't have friends or if you like, if you don't have supportive people in your life, if you're saying things, or statements that are negative, the universe is just going to keep attracting them into you. So maybe change your statements around. So anytime you notice yourself saying these things, so for instance, if you keep saying, I'm broke, the minute you catch yourself saying that, turn it around and be like, no, I have money here. I'm wealthy. I attract infinite abundance to my life. I'm a money magnet. Um, Money surrounds me. It's all around me. Um, money is a frequency I vibrate at that frequency little things like that that can change your emotional state within to come up to the frequency of having that money will make such a difference and let's say if it's about your skin you could change your affirmations to I have healthy glowy skin or um I have so much love for my body my skin is so soft like be loving be kind to yourself like when you think of the things you say to yourself, I always have a rule of thumb is speak to yourself like you would your four-year-old cousin. Like you're not going to say something like that to your little cousin, are you? So why say it to yourself? Like you're your own best friend in this world and no one, like if, at the end of the day, like if there was no one left on this planet, you're stuck with yourself basically. And I use stuck lightly because being with ourselves is probably one of the best things ever. But you want to be able to talk nicely to yourself, especially if you're on your own, and to be able to spend time with yourself as well, because that's one of the most important things, um, is spending time alone, because not only does it make you comfortable with your own company, it kind of encourages it and makes you that bit stronger in making your own decisions as well. Like, I feel like being on my own and spending time on my own gives me that opportunity to do things I love that some of my friends might not be interested in it gives me that bit of independence and freedom and like headspace but as well as that when you're completely on your own and I mean no distractions so no social media no um no someone like hocking your phone out of it like text messages and things like that or let's say watching Netflix because like there is some things on Netflix that can like let's say have a negative impact on us that's when we get to let our intuition come in and strengthen our intuition because when we begin to strengthen our intuition we can make decisions for ourselves and don't need anyone else outside of us to help us so I would have been a person that let's say I'd make a decision but I'd have to get nearly approval from everyone else around me and I'd need to like nearly get the validation from them that the decision I've just made myself was the right one um and there's many ways you can uh, help developing your intuition obviously spending time on your own and getting to know yourself and what it is you um value because then making the decisions in alignment with your values and beliefs will obviously strengthen your decision making um you can see how making decisions feel inside your body 
So let's say if someone asks you to go out on a night out and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I'd have a great time. But there's just that little something inside you. You're like, oh, I'm not really, um, I'm not really up for it tonight. Like I did plan on wanting to get up for the gym tomorrow and I want to be fresh and this, that and the other. Or if you have like a, like a fat loss going in the gym or whatever it is, uh, it doesn't have to be gym orientated. And you need to kind of decide and like say to yourself, right, is this decision being made out of wisdom and direction or is it just being made out of FOMO? And yes, don't get me wrong, we've all been there, made decisions to go on nights out of FOMO or made any type of decision out of FOMO and we end up regretting the decision. So things like that is where we knock our intuition like off. So each time we make a decision that's, let's say, the opposite of what our intuition is telling us, we knock off the trust within ourselves that bit and weaken the sh- like the connection to ourselves and our inner wisdom. Um, and it's only now that I look back, I see how much I've done that over the years. And I'm literally itching to get back to it right now because there obviously is important decisions that I need to make in my life right now in terms of travel career. And I just don't know what to, I just don't know what decision to make. I'm looking externally outside of me for signs. I'm asking the universe for signs. I'm asking people for advice. And I have so many opinions outside of me that I'm like, oh my God, my head is absolutely scrambled. When, yeah, it is okay to take advice from people, but at the end of the day, the decision has to be coming from you and within. And you'll know yourself how it feels inside your body. Um, My rule of thumb is if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. And that's pretty much it. Actually, speaking of fuck no's, this is where our boundaries come in. So, like, I would have been an absolute weapon for having no boundaries until I learned about them. Like, I used to, like, when I heard the term boundaries, I think the word, like, boundaries has come in, especially in the last year or two, um, with us setting healthy boundaries for ourselves. And I would have been the biggest people pleaser known to man. Um, That obviously sounds from childhood and trying to, like, keep people sweet and keep them on my side. But in terms of boundaries, like, like yourself, you saying yes to that night out when you wanted to say no that is you crossing your own boundary and not having strong boundaries for yourself and for anyone that doesn't know what a boundary is a boundary is where you start and someone else finishes so let's say if you're living in a house with your friend and you have your own space and she has her own space and let's say you value your privacy and she keeps walking in to your room unintentionally or not knocking first and that annoys you or makes you upset or like you don't like god knows what you could be doing in your room that's private to you and unless you say to her look now it doesn't have to be in an argument but unless you say to her look I'd appreciate it if you knocked on the door um the next time you walk into my room, um, I got like I could be doing something in here, and my room is my private room. It's my safe space, and I don't want people intruding in on it. And that's fine. That's well and good. Um, and it's up to her then to kind of decide what she does with that. Then, 
And if she doesn't do it the next time, that's where you'll need to reinstate the, the boundary again. And be like, look, no, I've I've said it to you already. Um, I don't appreciate you just walking into my room like on like on what's what I'm looking for. Not unauthorized. Anyway, without letting me know that you're walking in the door, basically. And if it happens again, I'm gonna start locking the door, or I'm not gonna be letting you into the room. I'll just like basically kick you out straight away. Um. And that's one thing as well with boundaries. The minute someone crosses your boundary after setting it, the next time you set that boundary, make a consequence with it because they're more likely to remember it the next time then and hopefully won't cross it. The same goes for friendships. So like if you have friendships that are like you see your friends, let's say once or twice a month and let's say if it's you're seeing them when you're going out on nights out all the time and if it's a thing that, you don't want your friendship with them to be solely based around alcohol and night so you need to say that to them this is another boundary that you set with yourself and be like no friendships for me are not just alcohol based they're obviously trust loyalty and all that comes into it but if you want to be able to go out for coffee and stuff with your friends you need to let them know that you want to do other things other than drinking and or let's say if this comes to about initiating meetups or whatever um now I do get that there is in some friendship groups that there will always be that one initiator but if you if you let your friend know that there is a part of you that does prefer to be asked in um, to do things and not always coming from you then you have every right to set that boundary um I'm like that like you'll know like you're all everyone is worthy of like loving care and connections and like friendships and stuff like that and if you've set that boundary and said to them look I would I would like it if you was asking me how to do things sometimes and they're not always coming from me um and let's say you don't see a change in that or whatever you need to then say to yourself look am I putting all my eggs into one basket too much am I being appreciated here or whatever and maybe they just don't see it the same way you do and that's okay like there doesn't have to be hate or anything around it you just need to say to yourself right okay well I'm just going to take a step back because I know my worth and I know what I deserve and like what I value in my friendships and if I'm not getting that here I need to take a step back and look elsewhere but that doesn't mean that they're not your friends either it's just you need to set the healthy boundary for yourself because like that when you set those healthy boundaries with yourself the universe sees that and the universe listens so when you get comfortable with setting these boundaries, they will attract people that are just like you and that are comfortable with setting these healthy boundaries. Oh, excuse me. That are comfortable with setting these healthy boundaries. So, yeah, it might be hard. Don't get me wrong. I've been through it. But when I see the people that have come into my life in the last few months because I started setting healthy boundaries, it's mad what the universe does and what it brings into your life because you're raising your vibration, you're knowing your worth more, you know what you deserve. And once you get to that point, no, don't get me wrong, every day is a learning day. I feel like life is a learning skill, not just a particular period in your life. I will still be learning doing all this stuff and I will continue to grow. Jesus, I have so much more to grow. But 
I'm just, it kind of shows your growth and your progress that you've made. And like that, when I said at the beginning, how I've moved from guided meditations into, let's say, non-guided. And I've moved from talk therapy into um, the energetic and spiritual mentorship. I can see the same shift with friends. Now, they're also my friends. I just might not see them as often or I'm not taking it as personal that, like, let's say, I wasn't invited out as much as I wanted to. But I'm just not, I just know what I want in my friendships and what I deserve. They're still my friends and I'm just taking a step back and that's okay. And the same goes for you. It's okay. Like, there doesn't have to be hate in any of these setting boundaries. Like, and I think that's one thing people forget. Like, boundaries aren't scary. Yeah, they might, like, it might seem like a protection more, but it's not scary. And they do, obviously, like I said, they benefit you in more ways than one. Now, I can dive into all these topics in a little bit more detail if you want. And I do plan on it because, like I said, I just wanted to kind of practice going with the flow for today and just seeing where it took me. And I'm actually quite happy where it went. Um, so there will obviously be separate podcasts in more detail about masculine and feminine energies the law of attraction and your intuition and setting boundaries. Actually, the boundaries one was the episode I actually did want to do today, but I wasn't feeling drawn to it. Um, So, yes, there will be obviously separate episodes, but more detail for you as well. Um, But, yeah, I think that pretty much covers that for this week. I don't feel like I have anything else to say as such. Um, I have started connecting with my spirit guides more, um, just in terms of channeling through my energies, connecting with them and like seeing what they bring to me and things like that. Um, obviously I feel like cutting out caffeine has helped a lot with that because caffeine can regulate the nervous system and bring us into our head. Um, making us overthink things or I don't know it can just yeah basically bring us into our head and not connect with our heart and our body and connecting to our intuition and I feel like that's what has kind of hindered me a little bit as well because I was a caffeine addict I'm not gonna lie anyone that knows me knows I will like I used to have like two cans a month a day like I don't know how I was not on a defibrillator back then because that is just actually horrendous. I think there was a day where I nearly had three cans. Oh, good God. How I did that, I don't know. Um. Anyways, getting back to it. I have noticed a big shift since I stopped drinking caffeine. So that is one thing I would suggest if you do want to connect more to yourself nearly or your intuition and your inner knowing, I would suggest limiting your caffeine intake um it just creates that space more it's not your nervous system isn't going absolutely 90 because when our nervous system is dysregulated our body doesn't know that it's like an energy drink or um a, co- a cup of coffee after going into our bodies it just sees the nervous system being shaken and goes straight into fight or flight 
And yeah, for like gym sessions and stuff like that, that is okay. But, and don't get me wrong, the odd cup of coffee in the morning too, like, to be fair, I drink coffee for the taste, but the odd cup of coffee in the morning to like boost you up for the start of your day, that's absolutely fine as well. But if you're someone who was like me, who was like an absolute energy drink addict, just maybe try limiting it down a little bit um, and see how you get on. If obviously you are into all this stuff, because I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I've actually noticed such a big shift in my end. I feel like I have more energy um, the last while. Like it goes to show actually how much of a placebo effect um, the energy drinks will have on me as well. So that's good. One thing just came to mind there as well. So when I said that all this spiritual um, stuff isn't everyone's cup of tea. I've noticed that there's a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people can agree with me as well, because people I've spoken to who are in the same kind of, are interested in all this stuff like me. There's a lot of resistance um, when it comes to talking to people about this kind of stuff, especially if you're not interested in it. And I suppose that's one way where we can see that we're not expressing ourselves and expressing our truth, prop- not properly, but we're not doing it confidently. And I obviously see spirituality and I'm saying in inverted commas because I don't really like the fact that it's seen as something separate or this witchy woo thing. Now, this is my opinion, but for me, it's a way of life. And when you think back to, let's say, our ancestors, this is the way they lived back then. So obviously, over like as the world has progressed and like with technology and things like that, the way of life has obviously changed. But that doesn't mean either one is wrong. And I don't think there should be this big judgment behind people living their lives this way or this spiritual way. And I am doing inverted air quotes here behind this uh behind the microphone um like if it helps us live in alignment reach our dreams like live a happy life so what like we need to we need to create a world that's safe enough for our children to bring up and you want to bring your children up in a world where this judgment around like what way they live their life or what it is they want to say and express. No, I I definitely don't when I have kids. So I just think like I'm even kind of finding it hard now to express myself because I don't have the words to say on the subject and obviously that's something I need to work on as well because I know I do struggle with expressing my truth and expressing myself. Um, and yes, I know it is out for your judgment and stuff like that um, and what people will say. And at the end of the day, if if they're going to judge, so what? It just means that they're not the people for me. And it just means that I'm vibrating off the energy that I'm supposed to be because I'll, I will attract the people that are for me. And I have done. Like, shout out to my absolute bestie, Sean Walsh. Um we are literally on the same path um, and it's actually such a breath of fresh air to be able to have someone that is on the same path and journey as me. Like me and Shannon know each other for four or five years and 
we trained in Bendon and Lucan together. We knew of each other. You know when you have that person in the gym and you walk past when you see them and you're like, oh, do I say hey? Do I not? Do I wave? Or whatever, that, that kind of person. And it's literally since, I'd say, June. We've started chatting. We're, like, literally, in the last few weeks, we've just basically turned our lives upside down inside our back to front with all this stuff. But it is just such a breath of fresh air to have someone in your life that you can talk to these things about because anyone who is on this journey as well knows that it can be quite lonely because... Like I said, it is still only starting to rise in Ireland at the moment and there's still not many people um, into the aspect of it. But I suppose the good thing is that it is continuing to grow within Ireland. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, and I mean it this time because I know I did ramble on afterwards. But I just want to say a huge thank you all for listening to this episode um like I said I did want to practice just coming on and tapping into my inner knowing and going with the flow see what it was that came to mind and yeah it probably wasn't the best recorded podcast it probably didn't flow but like I said I'm learning and this is just another way for me to obviously get rid of that belief that I need all these books and these external stimulus to help me come on and create this podcast when I don't because when I think back the whole reason for me setting up the podcast was because I learned all this stuff and I did have so much to share so why would I go back um obviously don't get me wrong it is okay to go back and kind of brush up on things but you know it's still all with inside of me does that even make sense anyways um we're keeping it in keeping it in um we're not about perfection over here and yeah so I suppose it was a way of me expressing my truth on all these different topics and it'll only get better from here so yeah thank you all so so much I'm always so grateful for all your texts comments shares downloads likes you name it I'm always so so grateful for it all and even if all the downloads that I get that I don't know about or whatever goes on that I don't know about. So yeah, sending you all all my love and I hope you have a fabulous day. Thank you.